You are listening to JFAITH with me, Rich, and Jay. And, and Jay, yes, there he is. There's Jay. What is your point, Rich? <laughs> what you say? This music's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mixed this before we started. Oh, I mean, it's really good. <laughs> oh, good job, Rick. <laughs> what was wrong with that? That's terrible, mate. I don't know. Samoa Joe with John Cena. I don't know. Yeah, they're, right. they're going to fight each other at WrestleMania, probably. Probably, but... And that was all that we got of that episode, I'm afraid. It was the intro, and then I discovered that, in fact, um, for some very bizarre reason, it had not recorded. Um, so as a result, two hours later, me and Jay are here um, just with Jay Fabe, um, episode 8.5, I believe you've called it, um, as we are, we are re-recording the entire malarkey. So, um, Jay, any thoughts on me completely fucking up and losing the recording? Um, No, 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 none, none. Okay, none, cool. None um, New Day versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura um, on the kickoff show. This was announced um, on Friday. Xavier Woods went to Twitter to say that um, he was not aware that he was in a match, and he was glad that he checked Twitter that morning so that he remembers to lace up his boots on Sunday. Um, WWE. Doesn't that? Yeah. Just shows where they are at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of does. If you win a match, probably didn't tell you. Yeah. Um, I, Best thing for you to do is check Twitter every day just to make sure you're in a match. Yeah. Um, th this kind of comes across as a company at the moment who are so up in the air and so their standards are so lacking um, in certain areas when it comes to talent relations and similar that they just don't really quite have a clue how to communicate they've got so many people on the roster they're not even telling the roster that they are in matches um before they book those matches um i don't know what do, do you think that this this is a company with too many cooks at this stage is this an example of that well yeah that's it's been happening for a while hasn't it really hmm. i think this is probably the most egregious example we've seen recently um, yeah definitely definitely um definitely definitely jay yeah <laughs> the new day versus rusev and shinsuke nakamura then in the kickoff show who do you reckon is going to win um i think i think it's quite obvious that um uh, uh, new day will be willing to put kofi over yeah the kofi Mania. Yeah, this is Kofi really Mania, WWE's way of getting Kofi Mania involved in the entire thing. Um, it's so that Renee Young can slur out um, a few references to Kofi Mania in between in between drinks. I mean, in between while yes. drinking her vodka spritzes. Yeah, yeah. In between matches. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Is she coming across as a drunk? Because um, she always looks drunk to me. She's always or too much Botox. <laughs> She's got one of those secret straws that looks like a hand. <laughs> Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Fair play, fair play. Um, yeah, cool. Um, so the New Day versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, we both reckon the New Day are going to win. Um, yeah, I mean, it's New obvious. New Day, that's right. Yes. Um, so moving on, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade, that's going to be a kickoff show match. <laughs> um, these guys can go, etc., cetera, et cetera. Etc. Etc. Yeah, no. The one thing this is missing is the yeah, US title. I think you're about right there. Um, it could do with any form of championship, really, some kind of mid mid card championship. Um, these two, like, like the WWE Network oh, Championship. Yes, yes. I've mentioned this before in private conversations that totally were not <laughs> previous podcasts that I then lost. Um, but yes, no. I reckon a WWE Network Championship would be perfect. The WWE Network Champion would fight every single time a camera was pointing at someone on the WWE Network. So you'd have Joe um, Anawahe going in for his chemotherapy and and just these two having a, having a good match um, in the background. Um, obviously, shots 
of um, shots from ECW with these two kind of edited in. Um, anything on the collections menu, like you get, you get they've recently added the Shawn Michaels collection. Just, just have a match with um, Rey Mysterio and Andrade in the background, defending the and um, the Network Championship and a picture-in-picture kind of mode. What do you think to that? It's a great idea. I don't know why I've done it before, Rich. Yeah, well, it'd be like the television title, but obviously because the network is everywhere, you just have to have him constantly. In fact, you could even do it picture in picture so that when you turn on the network, there's already a match in progress and he just stands in a ring for 24 hours a day um, just defending the network championship against various different people as an open challenge. Sounds like such a great idea. I mean, you'll never get tired. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, the w well, it's Rey Mysterio, of course he wouldn't. The WWE definitely needs more champions because, I mean, 16 is not enough. <laughs> they need at least 35. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You could have mm. any other titles you can think of? Mm -hmm. Any other titles you can think of? I actually read an article the other day, um, I, I think it was Sports Kida, um, they apparently want the Hardcore Championship back. Well, with where the Fox is going at the moment, that would work, because they want, they want an Asia product. So bringing back the Hardcore title, yeah, that would be quite quite decent. Yeah, I have heard that Fox have wanted an Asia product for... Um, for the takeover in um, October um, of SmackDown as a brand. And I think Raw could end up having to go the same, the same way in order to compete with themselves. So mm. uh, as long as it doesn't end up looking like TNA, because that looks like absolute dog shot. There's, there's nothing wrong with, with Impact. I, I, I really think it looks like it's kind of been implanted from like the 1980s. It's such a such a WCW style presentation with much better matches. Yeah, but it's still a WCW style presentation. I don't think the presentation was the problem in WCW. It was more the booking, but. Um, yeah. I don't know. Every time I every time I look at WCW, all I can think about is smoke filled auditoriums um, being ran by. You know, people who who like women to shit on glass tables on top of them. Um, do, you think this, <laughs> do, you, do you think there's? A, sorry, that was a that was a reference to Wild Bill there. Um, do you think this match um, or should be further up the card? I mean, looking at the card, with it being mainly uh, title matches, there was pretty much nowhere for it to be. Well, than the pre-show wouldn't, wouldn't be unheard of them to stick Asuka on the pre-show would it really well yeah no that's right I mean you could have swapped them around but the only way for it to be on, on the on the main show would it to have been to have the US title which is not being defended in this yeah that's fair um, cool so you, who do you reckon's going over uh, Andrade Fair play. Um, I think Andrade's earned it if he does go over. Um, I think Rey Mysterio is enough of a professional that he would have no problem putting over Andrade. Yeah, um, I mean, if they're going to make him a Mexican, Mexican star, this, this is the guy to do it with. Yeah, and if this is going to be the blow-off of this feud, which I severely doubt, however, they may be in a tag team um, by WrestleMania, so you never know. Um, in a ladder match. In a ladder match, perhaps. <laughs> You've been plugging for that ladder match for quite a while. Um, so oh, yeah. yes, I have. Um, right then, The Revival. Um, this is the main card now. The Revival versus Ricochet and Alistair Black versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode for the Raw Tag Team Championships. First off... How awful do the Raw Tag Team Championship belts look? Because I don't think we've ever covered how much I hate how how they look before. Well, no, they're, they're terrible. I mean, they the revival like do bring back the old style. 
I would um, love that. I think Revival would. would be the perfect people to bring back a gimmick title that's that's more traditional looking. Um, yeah, Alistair Black and Ricochet. What are your thoughts? What as a tag team, or just yeah. match in general? Um, well, I think as, there's, as a tag there's team, two they questions. Work, they? They're the standard face tag team. One of them gets beat up. One gets hot tag. Person comes in, or as, as, as hot a tag as WWE ever allows to happen. Yeah, yeah. Whilst making the person who is in the ring first look really weak when they're both single competitors normally, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and, mean, then a black, and then a black mass out of nowhere for the win each time. It's standard well, um, WWE tag team wrestling. Yeah, fairly standard. Um, I think they're I think they're a good team. Um, they're obviously making headways in the Dusty Classic um, at the moment, which we'll be we'll be looking at more heavily um, over the coming weeks. Anyway, um, yeah, I I like them as a tag team. There is no reason for them to be tagging up, as you proclaimed before. Um, there's no real cohesive reason why they should be in a unit together. It's just part of the whole. NXT people come up as tryouts, um, and that's how it feels, and it, uh, it almost lessens the brand, I think, um, at times when they do that. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode have been thrown into this match because they interfered in the last match. They just got thrown into it, which makes no sense because they don't really do anything on TV anyway. Mm. Um, are they a good tag team, do you know, or...? Cause no, I they're a great tag team. No, they're a okay. great tag team. They're both done I mean, the glorious I'll... gimmick. Oh, are they? Yeah. That's good. That's good. They deserve to don the glorious gimmick because it's a good gimmick. Um, Bobby Roode, he feels so underutilized at the moment. His feuds in NXT were legendarily good. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed every match I ever saw him in. Um, and I didn't enjoy Shinsuke versus, versus Bobby Roode. That was a terrible match. Um, I, I never had really much of a problem with it. Um, I just liked both of them, um, seeing them both in the ring. Um, it wasn't the greatest, but I mean, it certainly wasn't the best NXT show ender, um, when they were doing that. But at the same time, I, I really enjoyed Bobby Roode's work throughout. Um, he, oh, no, definitely. He, His work is, is a complete stunning. It has been ever since he was the it factor in TNA. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I just like the traditional heel feel to it all. Um, it, feel, it reminds me of a Ric Flair, of a Mr. Perfect, of a of a heel of Triple times H. gone by. Um, possibly Triple H, yeah. Um, I, I, it's clear it's clear who it is behind the curtain that likes Bobby Roode, is it not? Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and I don't think it's Vince McMahon. It's Stephanie McMahon. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's definitely Triple H. Definitely Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, the revival. Um, yeah, they are. Uh, the tag team champions, and they're getting buried. We can. They're getting buried. Absolutely getting buried. Why? Why would they continuously bury them, other than Vince McMahon's hatred for um, the revival? Do you think he hates the revival, or do you think he hates just tag team wrestling in general? And the revival are the. Oh, no, he hates tag, team, tag wrestling. team wrestling. It's been documented yeah. many times. He hates tag team wrestling. No, no, this is true. This is true. He's he's apparently hot and cold on tag team wrestling at the best of times. He, what he what he apparently likes are matches where you see a lot of superstars at once. Um, he feels that that is kind of a big value proposition to an audience, which I think is fair enough. But then you get things like, obviously, Battle Royals, Royal Rumbles, Elimination Chambers, and Survivor Series matchups. Most of his signature matches are that kind of match. And yet, when it comes to tag team wrestling, he feels that it's less than a single one-on-one match um, or even a fatal four-way match. Um, it's It's a shame. But he does hot and cold on tag team wrestling. It certainly seems like at the moment he is on paper hot on tag team wrestling, but in practice, the revival proves that he is definitely not. No, that's exactly right. I completely agree with that, to be fair. Cool. Um, Um, But the revival have to go over. Have to go over. Why is that? 
otherwise because they've been buried so much the team's been putting other teams over for the past couple of weeks mm. I mean the rival will probably end up pinning Bobby Roode and Chad Gable in this yeah. triple threat situation that makes sense I mean why else just, would just you keep out of the black and ricochet yeah, looking strong. strong. Do you think um, this could, uh, while we're on the subject of Ricochet and Alistair Black, do you reckon this could be their first um, their first WrestleMania? I do you reckon they're going to make it onto the WrestleMania card as well as inevitably making it onto the um, Takeover card, or do you reckon that they will they will be kept off the WrestleMania card overall? No, they'll be there so in some capacity, I think, on a, in the tag team division yeah. of some of some sort of some, one of the titles. Because... Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's one of their um, it's one of WWE stalwarts when it comes to a big event like WrestleMania that the tag team division is usually the last one to be decided and usually gets very little build when it comes to when it comes to giving us a reason to actually watch it. They could have a ladder match. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Great idea. Here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. Providing DIY don't go over um, in the Dusty Classic, um, you're probably going to end up with Ricochet and Alistair Black um, probably at TakeOver, um, maybe taking the titles. Does that sound like a fair possibility? Could be a possibility. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. So in that case, how about all four titles in one big match? With a ladder. But why? Why not? But why? Why would you Because it would be good. Four titles. Because it would four. be good. You don't want to unify Three. them, but you could unify you could maybe unify both tag team titles, um, like the Usos and the Revivals title. I mean you could do it that way. And then do the whole, oh, I pulled off the wrong title for my tag team. Oh, we're a new tag team now. We're the tag team champions for this band thing. That's happened before, I'm sure. Yeah, probably has. If not, why not? I think is the major question, especially <laughs> especially in this modern era of crazy booking. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to see a ladder match that ends with, say, Ricochet and Chad Gable um, accidentally both pulling the champions at chips at the same time and just ending up in an odd couple tag team. That would be, that would be amusing. Um, but now we're just kind of speculating, and we're not even speculating. We're just we're just shooting the shit there. Um, Asuka versus <laughs> Mandy Rose. <laughs> Asuka ref Asuka. Um, where are we with this one then? Has Mandy, Ro- has Mandy Rose? Um, f- has Mandy Rose finally got over her um, her issue with the hat? Because I mean that was a that was a stunning storyline. The hat. Was that her with the hat? No, that was someone else, wasn't it? Yeah. Maria Canellis and Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Uh, Speaking of Alicia Fox, um, she has a hat. And Arn Anderson um, got sacked because she got drunk, which we discussed the other week. With her hat. With her hat, yes. No. um, Can't you tell that my knowledge of women's wrestling is extensive? It's pretty good. Yeah. So, Mandy Rose to go over then? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if Sonya Deville gets involved, then yeah. Yeah, Mandy Rose to go over, which then buries Oscar for absolutely no reason. Yeah. What was the point in giving her the title? Well, if you're just going to keep burying her. It's apparently one of the big rumors going into this event is that Mandy Rose is going to beat Asuka, um, which, I mean, my thoughts on this are obviously if any of the other, if like none of the other championships change hands, which could very well be the case, um, then we could be looking at uh, Mandy Rose beating Asuka. Um, And I think that's just a great example of WWE not knowing what they have with someone. Well, yeah, she's got shitloads of potential, just like Shinsuke Nakamura. It seems to be anything Japanese that comes through or has been touched in Japan, apart from AJ Styles, it gets buried. And the only reason that AJ Styles hasn't been and buried... And Finn Balor. Yeah. Oh, wait, Finn Balor was, was buried. And now he's got the IC title. Interesting you should mention that, because I don't see Finn Balor on this card either. Hmm. 
what's the point? What's the point of him having the IC title, or what's the point of putting him on the card? What's the point of having the IC title if he's going to be on the card? This is very true. I think we'll we'll probably see. No, nah, I don't even know if we will see Finn Balor. He just kind of smiles in the background when when they don't have a match for him. Um, yeah, what is it to say? Well, this is a predominantly a SmackDown mm. pay per view. Um, by the looks of things. Yeah, I mean, it seems that SmackDown is mostly where they're having to do a lot of the work, if that makes sense, um, especially when it comes to expanding some of these feuds because Raw has had pretty much most of its major feuds kind of setted, set in stone um, and locked down since just after the Rumble. Unless there's unless there's anything that you can think of which which is still up in the air, I I can't really think of anything. I mean, we already know most of the card going into WrestleMania on the Raw side, do we not? I believe we do. Yeah, but I'm sure Finn hasn't even got a match yet. Um, so WrestleMania card at the moment, um, what we have: Brock Lesnar versus uh, Rollins, um, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair, and Buddy Murphy versus Tournament Winner. Um, which is set to air on 205 fairly shortly, I believe. Um, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, Oni Dorkin, and Cedric Alexander. So although I said that, that they'd worked out pretty much all of Raw's stuff, they, they really haven't. There's actually not that much that's been announced for the entire thing, is there? Normally by now, they have, normally have a, a solid card leading up to it, mm. but there's just, just nothing going off at the moment. Yeah, fair play. Maybe most of it will be decided after this. Um, it does have that flying by the seat of their pants kind of feel to it all, doesn't it? Um, Mandy Rose, Asuka, I reckon Mandy Rose is going over. I want Asuka to win. I want but... Asuka to win, but I reckon Mandy Rose is going over. What has she done to deserve it? I don't understand. Um, she's for Asuka, and we all know that we can't have nice things. Speaking of nice things, um, the Boss and Hug connection will face the Samoan Slaughterhouse, as they are known, for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, it's a good name, that. It's a good some, name. I wasn't aware of this name. You weren't aware of this name, were you, until it was revealed in an earlier no. podcast that will never see the light of day because it didn't record. Yes, number eight. Yes, number eight. <laughs> we are on 8.5. 8.5. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm going to title it 8.5. You know that, right? I think yeah. you should. Cool, mm -hmm. cool. Um, Boston Hunt Connection versus Simone Slaughterhouse. What are your thoughts on this match? Linol. Um, I mean, clearly it was going to be Nia Jackson to Tamina's going first because they were the ones who they beat for the championships, which is kind of like a no, rematch. no, it's not a rematch. It's an it's, <laughs> it's the not, same match but again, a... but different. <laughs> because now there's a champion and now there's yeah, a challenger. Yeah, there was no. There are no rematches. There are definitely no rematches, as we'll discuss in the next match. Um. Yeah, so the Boston Hook, how do you think these two are doing as a tag team, um, as the first women's tag team champions? They're doing great, aren't they, really? Yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I mean, they're really over. They've, 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 um, their promos got better. The first promo was pretty awful as champions, but the one at XT was really yeah. cool. They've been trained by the Revival. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the revival have been training. Yeah, the, the, the revival have really been putting in some work with them, I believe. Um, certainly, what I've heard, their their promo was really good on NXT. They appeared on um, last week's episode of NXT, not this week's, but last week's, um, and mentioned that they will be um, touring across all four brands that women appear on um, with their title. Um, so the next time they defend. Well, the next time they're in the NXT arena, they could be defending it against uh, some NXT challengers. Multi-brand champions. Um, do you think this is the right time to start introducing that as a concept um, across certain belts? I mean, we've already had it with Pete Dunne um, in that the UK championship was orphaned without a show um, for the vast majority of his initial run as a champion. Um, 
His 600 out days as yes. champion. Um, so we've already had it with him. It's a great concept to have him come down the aisle um, when people aren't necessarily expecting it. And he is as a name that definitely draws people. Um, do you reckon that you could get a similar thing with the Boston Hook connection? Um, or do you reckon this is going to be WWE are going to say this is going to happen? They'll make one token appearance on NXT and then just swap between SmackDown and Raw until um, the Simone Slaughterhouse inevitably take it by SummerSlam. Well, hopefully not. I mean, at WrestleMania, they're going to have a four corners match. It's going to be Boston Hook connection, one from Raw, one from SmackDown, and one from NXT. That would be so really good. Simone Slaughterhouse, probably. Not Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville because if Mandy Rose goes over, she'll have her own title match. Yeah, this is true. That's true. We we could have Floss and Glow. That could that could work. And then um, Sky are they Pirates. still are they still doing stuff? Not really. That's a shame. I I I enjoyed that as a concept. Um, I've always liked I've always liked Carmella um, because I think although she's not necessarily a talent in the ring that's that's remarkable, I think she's definitely remarkable on the mic. Um, and of course, Naomi can pick up um, bell to bell the things that the things that Carmella doesn't necessarily have down. Um, plus tag team wrestling as a whole is fairly easy with somebody who's not that great um, in the ring um, providing they know when to jump and when to land and when to when to actually do the double teaming stuff um, and also tag yeah there's the hot tag issue <laughs> as well um, I mean Enzo Amore did a really really good job with the whole hot tag storyline over and over again because that's pretty much all that he ever did um, when he was when he was wrestling um Speaking, Speaking of Enzo Amore, he gave. Sorry. They're always getting it in this time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We'll definitely get it in this time. Um, Enzo Amore, like many other WWE and former WWE superstars, um, wanted to obviously um, send his love, King Kong Bundy. Um, Following, following the tragic news of his death, which we broke on this show um, on Wednesday, shortly after. A touching tribute. Did. A touching tribute. His <laughs> tribute reads as follows. Um, let's just find this tweet here. Um, R.I.P. Sorry, hashtag R.I.P. King Kong Bundy, the epitome of pro wrestling. I recall going to shows at Madison Square Garden with my grandparents. My grandma, Rafaela, loved them and hyped them up the whole ride. Plenty of wrestlers risked it all that night, but I never forgot the guy with the green tongue who ate the turnbuckle. Um, what a dickhead. Yeah, there's a few that's issues. Obviously, with George this. Animal Steel. Yeah, <laughs> that was clearly Georgie Animal Steel. Um, not only that, but um, Enzo Amore will have been two years old the last time that either Georgie Animal Steel or King Kong Bundy actually fought at Madison Square Garden as he was born in 1986 and they last hung up their boots at Madison Square Garden in 1988. So he's a bullshitter and also can't tell the difference between big bold men. Which I suppose and green it, I mean it's probably it's probably a good it's probably a good job that he's not in the WWE anymore. I can imagine him approaching um <laughs> I can imagine him appro approaching Lars Sullivan backstage and saying, Hey, here's how you announce me for this match. <laughs> 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 uh, that's weird. He sounds a bit like Taz, doesn't he? <laughs> Boston Hook connection to go over then. Yep, yep, definitely, yep. Cool. Um, the Usos versus Shane McMahon and The Miz for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships in what is definitely not a rematch um, for those belts. Not, it's not an automatic rematch at all, is it? No, no. I mean, this is. This is the WWE being the WWE, of course. Um, they say one thing and then do the exact opposite of it um, whilst believing that them saying... There will be no automatic rematches. If you lose, you go to the bottom of the ladder. 
Yeah, exactly that. There will be no McMahons deciding who who gets their title <laughs> shot, except in the case of Becky Lynch and also Kofi Kingston. Yeah, it's, <sighs> it's just WWE saying one thing and doing another in an attempt, well, under the assumption that fans have no fucking memory. Um, I'm, what do you think is going to happen? Let's just go through the motions with these two. Don't really care about the match, but I think Uso is going over. Yeah. Cool. Drakken, Shane, and Miz will implode. Uh, yeah, probably set up that that fantastic match we can see at WrestleMania 35, the Miz versus Shane McMahon opening the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Can't wait for. Um, can't wait to see Shane McMahon go through all of his signature moves that were once one-time kind of showboating moves and are now absolutely fucking pointless. Um, shame at man, get off my telly, I'm sick of you. Agreed? Agreed? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, needs to, he needs to go. He needs to fuck off. Yeah. Um, it was great when he appeared. Um, I, we still haven't found what he had in his secret magical mystery three, box. Three years ago. Yeah. Do you remember his secret magical mystery yeah. box that he threatened McMahon with? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, we didn't find out what was in there, did we? No, we didn't even... It, like they, they referred to it once and then didn't even mention it ever again. <laughs> it's a bit of a clusterfuck, WWE, when you really kind of look at it long-term, isn't it? Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the Shield versus Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley. Thoughts? Again, I don't really care about this match. But, I mean, the interesting thing about this really is I can't remember what I was going to say. Cool. Uh, well, I don't think anyone can quite remember what they're going to say about this match because this match shouldn't be happening as far as I'm concerned. Um, Dean Ambrose, is he has flip-flopped um, as a character, um, makes the booking look weak. Um, I don't think WWE are... They're, they're kind of playing this schizophrenic character, as you've mentioned. Um, yeah. Yeah, which does actually make sense for him. It makes sense for so, him. Yep. Don't know where I'm going with that anymore. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm just knocking you off there. That's my fault. Um, but yeah, no, um, it makes sense for him. Um, however... I don't know. It doesn't make sense that um, it doesn't make sense that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns are completely just non-caring about it, considering how absolutely bizarre his his heel turn was, and then subsequently how quickly it was hand waved away, rendering the entire thing meaningless. Um, very insulting to fans um, to kind of just hand wave it like that. Um, and there is still rumours that. Um, he may end up turning his back on Roman. Um, do you think that holds water? This was supposed to be the original storyline in the first place, but obviously Joe got leukemia, so they went with him beating the crap out of Seth Rollins instead. And having what you believed or what you felt was a fairly good match. Oh, no, they had a great match. Uh, it got slated. It really did, didn't it? It just had this nice, slow, methodical feel to it. Um, everything meant something in that match, and I don't understand why people slated it so much. Um, well, it's WWE. Everybody, see, everybody wants the razzle and the dazzle nowadays, don't they? There was wrestling in the early 90s style of WWE. It was, it was a really good it match. It was a really good match. Um, if, if I think it's one of those matches that when you hold it, out of con when you hold it out of context and just look at it from an evergreen perspective um, in a couple of years time it will be considered one of the underrated gems um, of this era um, because it reminds me very much of something slower like the British Bulldog versus um, Owen Hart from WWE um, Monday Night Raw number 199 for instance in Germany um, another classic match which is a good example of that kind of slower style um, but 
you know, it was certainly a relic of, of a different time. And I can understand why a modern audience maybe weren't quite expecting to see that. Yeah, no, because obviously normally they, they run around the ring, they do the dives, they do all the flips and whatever, but then they, they brought it down to the mat and people didn't like it. They're just showing you a different side of their wrestling skill. Mm. And it's funny because it was... And what they can achieve. It was um, probably the same people who said it was boring were probably the same people who tried to force WWE's hand into shaking up um, the WWE product a few weeks ago by complaining about the fact that it had gone below a 2.0 a two, a 2 rating um, on Monday Night Raw. Um, it'll be the same people who talk about how WWE isn't wrestling anymore who will have sat there and complained about a match which was clearly an old-fashioned Southern-style wrestling match um, that they just just didn't get to enjoy because they were too busy waiting for everyone to do backflips. Exactly. Um, who, who do you think's going over in this? Well, clearly it's going to be the show. Yeah, um, definitely. I think that that is the only question is um, whether Dean Ambrose is going to turn on Roman or whether Roman could turn on Dean Ambrose. Um, I postulated earlier between the two of us um, that <laughs> that um, Roman may very well end up attacking Dean Ambrose from behind after they've all won um, in order to... Um, in order to get revenge um, for Dean Ambrose turning on Seth on the night that he found out he had leukemia. Um, you said that that would be them turning him heel, um, which you don't believe that WWE would do at this point, even though you very much want it. Um, however, my belief is that WWE could very well think that that's a just thing for Roman Reigns to do. Um, as it will complete the cycle of all three members of the shield turning their back on it at various points throughout its run. And that way, they would also probably expect Roman Reigns to remain a face um, because they're completely clueless as to how these things work. At least someone remembered what I said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, well, I secretly have the recording still. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Um, I, w I wish I wasn't. Um, anyway... Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. This is most likely going to close out the show. However, in most versions of the show, um, this is the second to last match um, when people write out the card. What are your thoughts on this match? What are your thoughts on this match? How do you think this will go down? Uh, it'll go down with a Daniel Bryan win. Um possible interference or saving from with Kevin Kingston for, for Kevin Owens. Um, that seems like it would be fairly likely. Um, I I reckon Kofi Kingston will have to insert. They've got to keep him on TV. They have to keep him yeah, on TV. Yeah, he needs to be inserted in this match in some way, shape or form. Um, possibly coming down the aisle um, with Kevin Owens, if Kevin Owens is going to be full face or if he's remaining in this tweener status that he seems to have been for the last few weeks, it could be a case of um, Kofi appearing after um, a after a Eric Rowan interference angle kind of plays out um, with bits of business outside the ring and similar. Um, all the shenanigans. Yeah, all of the shenanigans that WWE are known to kind of pull off in this kind of situation. It's a... Um, it's an interesting one. I am always, always pleased to see Daniel Bryan. Um, I love seeing Daniel Bryan in his current gimmick. Um, I really do. And so the new Daniel Bryan gimmick yeah, is amazing. It's just absolutely phenomenal. I always like it when WWE get creative with um, with elements like, for instance, how the champion is presented um, in their titles, um, in their championship signature. I love the fact that he has his own belt, and I love the fact that when he defends that belt, that belt is what appears on the screen with the whole recycle images um, and all of that. I think that is... Very, very good work um, and a great way to get us into the gimmick, as it were, um, and make this feel bigger than the actual show that it's restricted to. Um, and I'm very excited just to see Daniel Bryan face Kevin Owens because those two can both go and they're two of my favourite superstars to have been introduced to me within the last kind of five years. 
Yeah, and it's also a good way of um, introducing Kevin Owens as a top contender, as top main event talent, um, but also keep Kofi back for WrestleMania, so he can have his WrestleMania moment. I mean, if they don't pull the trigger on this, it's, it's, it's just stupid. Yeah, I mean, it would be a massive misstep on WWE's part. It would, I wouldn't put it past them, but it would it would be an absolutely wasted opportunity um, as far as this goes. So, yeah, I'm very um, excited for this match. I'm hoping to see some great things. Um, and, yeah, I expect to see, I expect to see um, Daniel Bryan take the win as well. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. I mean, what, what can you say? Just, yeah. It's just, just going to be a brawl, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think we're going to see much wrestling going off at the moment. The women's um, division seems to have gotten rougher and rougher between the ropes, um, especially with these three superstars. Um, I, I can genuinely see this being a barnstormer similar to the um, Survivor Series match between um, Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, obviously Ronda Rousey's going to get involved, isn't she? So it's probably going to end up being a no contest. Well, I mean, that's that seems to be the biggest um, rumour at the moment is that this is going to end as a no contest. Um, obviously, that allows them to keep the controversy over whether Becky Lynch will be at WrestleMania um, up in storyline, at least um, for the next few weeks. Uh, because obviously there's a lot of time to fill um, between Fastlane and WrestleMania. It's nearly a full, what we're looking at, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, TV tapings, um, if you can't both Raw and SmackDown. Am I yeah. right there? Yeah, or is no, it, or is it, right, or is right. it six? Um, where are we looking? When's the actual date? Just to be sure. Um, April 7th. So, yeah, it's 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 full eight TV tapings between then. That is, oh, that is shitloads of TV. That is like what, f- five times eight. So, yeah, 40 hours of TV they've got to fill with this entire thing. <laughs> So I'm sure they will find a way um, to extend that further. Um, do you think that we're going to see um, Ronda Rousey continue to be as aggressive as she's been on TV this recent week? Um, I mean, we haven't yet talked about the controversy surrounding her recent tweets. Oh yeah, no, she's full heel now, isn't she? Yeah, she's she's got she's clearly gone full heel. She's proclaimed the WWE to be fake um, on Twitter, which I think it's one of those situations where WWE have kind of told her to go for it, and she's gone for it, and then they've kind of thought, oh, she's probably gone too far, but then just let it stand <laughs> because you know they paid reportedly twelve million for three years for her. It's a lot of money. It's one hell of a lot of money. A lot of money. So, but yeah, no, she's obviously on Twitter saying wrestling's fake, it's scripted. If she, if she could breathe on Becky and Charlotte and break their faces. It's um pretty good heel work, to be fair. I mean, is this a situation? Because the rumours were that she didn't like getting a negative reaction um, from the audience when she was considered a face. Uh, do you think that this is a case of her finally kind of giving into it as a concept and just and just going for it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this could also be her exit as well from the company. Mm. I mean, she's she's saying things you shouldn't be saying about the wrestling business. Yeah, um, she's well, just going around doing what she wants. She's been the crap out of people, and it's already been in the storyline. Said there's going to be repercussions for it. So it's all building up, really. It's looking like for her to be leaving after WrestleMania. Mm. Now that makes that makes sense. Um, I mean, she did say on her episode of on her episode of Chronicle um, that this was going to be the next three years of her life. However, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that has reported recently um, in regards to how WC, uh, WWE are signing talent is that they're, the bigger talents are very often given potential. WCW. <laughs> they may as well be at this stage, let's admit it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talents are being given potential outs to their contract based on whether they agree with or disagree with the creative direction. Um, it wouldn't 
surprise me if she has used that clause in order to get an out. But at the same time, heels draw money. And she could very well see the benefits of a heel turn and decide to stay. Who knows? Only one way to find out, and that's actually watching. Yeah, we are just, <laughs> just, just just pissing in the wind here, aren't we? Hello, on Jay Faber. We are indeed. Right now. <laughs> right in into the, the wind. wind. Yeah. It's getting a bit wet out here. <laughs> it is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you reckon overall Fastlane is going to be worth the watch? Do you reckon it's going to be more? Because there's obviously always the kind of feel with Fastlane that it's a bit of a B show. Um, do you reckon that that's going to be the case this year? Do you reckon it's going to be a good show? Do you reckon it's going to reach the giddy heights of Elimination Chamber, which, in my opinion, was one of the better pay per views of the last 12 months? It's definitely got the potential. Yeah, it's not a bad. It's not a bad card, apart from three matches I don't care about. Yeah. Uh, well, you never know. Maybe I, mean, I, make I even care. care about. I even care about the new day versus Rusev Shinsuke and Nakamura, and I care about the Usos versus Shane McMahon and the Miz. Yeah, that's fair. And that that's match fair. has just been thrown on. Um, <laughs> speaking of the pre-show, still, um, let's get our predictions in now. Who do you reckon will be the interview subject who appears in the top left corner of the screen in order to lessen and cheapen the matches that are on the pre-show? Um, my bet is with Kofi Kingston. Kevin Owens. You reckon Kevin Owens? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Fair bet your fiver. I'll bet you a fiver, mate. I've already lost. Uh, I've already lost a pound on this show by getting Mandy Rose's name wrong. Yeah, that's right. Where's seven, my money, man? Seven pounds. Where is my money? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you'll get it on Money in the Bank weekend. And I and I, I believe I did say more women's wrestlers on this show, so it's looking like it's going to be about twelve pounds now. I'm I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> oh dear me so yeah that pretty yeah, much sums wine. That... where's my wine man where's my wine <laughs> <laughs> that sums up fast lane um, as far as predictions are concerned um, let's take a look at the rumours very shortly in regards to fast lane um, before we do that though um, here's a word from our sponsors surprise surprise it's me Hey guys, it's Rich here from JFabe, just interrupting the regular show to remind you of how you can get in touch with us over this vital WrestleMania season. We are available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. If you contact us via Anchor, we have a message box where you can leave a message. We are currently 100% ad-free while I build the infrastructure to ensure we give you guys the best listening experience week in, week out, for as long as we can. Jay is manning the podcast on Twitter. That is JFabe Podcast. That's at JFabe Podcast. That's at JFABE Podcast. I am Rich JFabe on Twitter or at RJFABE. If you like us, please feel free to let us know through Twitter, Facebook, or leave us a message on Anchor. We don't mind. Please keep an eye out as we will be announcing our YouTube highlights channel where you can hear short clips of some of our podcast best bits over the rest of WrestleMania season, along with some exclusive content that we certainly couldn't release in a full-on episode. So you will you will hear all sorts on there. We'll be dropping shows on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT as we build towards our WrestleMania Access Week. We're looking to increase our output after our exclusive Fastlane special to be released at midnight on Monday the 11th of March. That is 12 a.m. GMT, 7 p.m. Eastern. So if you're in the US, don't have the network, you will be able to hear all about it before you even get home from work. Please keep an ear out for that episode too, as Monday the 11th of March we will be announcing our Road to WrestleMania schedule. We'll be increasing episodes, trying to give you everything we can in the run-up to WrestleMania weekend, so there will be at least two shows weekly, plus a one-shot shorter episode if there is any breaking news that we just have to talk about. 
But that's not all, because it's one of the pay-per-views, WrestleMania weekend is traditionally where myself and Jay will be absconding to our secret bunker in order to drink and party. And this year, we'll be inviting you to join us. Just in time for NXT TakeOver on Friday the 5th of April, we will drop a post-show on the 6th. On the 7th, we will be covering ROH NJPW Super Show at Madison Square Garden. That caused many a monocle to be dropped in Kansas Sweet Sweet McMahon Tuna when it sold out in less than an hour late last year as well as all the speculation and last-minute rumour and innuendo going into the big event. But wait, that's not all. On Monday, the 8th of April, we'll be dropping our WrestleMania post-show podcast where we will go match-by-match, horrible segment through horrible segment through everything we can we hope you can join us for the party we're going to be drinking i'm not going to be able to edit out any of our libels so whatever we say on wrestlemania weekend will remain said we hope you can join us it's going to be one hell of a time now back to the jfabe conversation thank you for listening and we are back here on episode 8.5 of jfabe i am beard I'm definitely Beard, you're Bear. Cool. Um, we did the sketch. <laughs> I'm Beard, he, he's Bear. Oh, apparently Bear. <laughs> uh, right then. Um, so going into the rumor and innuendo section of our pre-game show, um, there are apparently seven big rumors going into um, WWE Fastlane. Um, this is from whatculture.com. Um, they do it regularly. And we're just going to go through each of them and just talk about the likelihood. Um, at number seven, Becky versus Charlotte ending in a no contest. Um, thoughts on that? You're pretty much, it's your prediction, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, I pretty much agree mm. with that rumor. Yeah. It's going to extend the. It's going to extend the. Is she going to be? Yeah. Ronda Rousey is going to. Going to come down. She's going to be the crap out of everyone. Yeah, it's. She's going to raise the title. Maybe point of the sign. Mm-hmm. Maybe raise it. the title and point of the sign this time, um, because she had a bit of. She went point at anything. Do not. She's no, a heel. Oh yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Mm, yeah, no heels don't point. Um, that could be a T-shirt. Shane and the Miz implode. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's potentially going to happen at some point. Um, do you reckon it's going to happen in this instance? Possibility. It will set up that fantastic five-star match between The Miz and Shane McMahon at yeah. WrestleMania. Got to have something for They're the have a ladder. Do. do you reckon it's going to have a ladder? Who jumps off the ladder first <laughs> wins? <laughs> yeah. Um, whilst doing a coast-to-coast and also a leap of faith at the same time. At, at the, the same, same time. time, yeah. A shame that man is like a wrestling Rosal. Possible, possible. <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather <laughs> jumping off yeah. things. Um, number five, Bray Wyatt returning. Um, so last we heard of Bray Wyatt, um, he was losing his rag on Twitter in regards to a Sean Ruta post in which Sean Ruta of Cage Site Seats produced an article um which read, actually, Bray, we don't have any faith. Um, stated that they don't really care about whether Bray Wyatt's going to return because he keeps on talking about how he's going to return and then never does. Um, Bray Wyatt's response was, dear Sean Ruta, I don't care what you think. How's this for cryptic? I'll be back soon. And then everyone sees how great I am. You will owe me a beer. Until then, stop writing reports on me every time I write something. It also contained a picture of Bray Wyatt um, in full wrestling garb um, with the what looks like um, an arena in the background, um, the backstage area of an arena. Um, Sports Kida on the back of that reckon that this is the time when Bray Wyatt will return. Um, do you think he's going to return? If so, in what capacity and in which match? Jay. Well, the, the Uzo is in shame at man, obviously. <laughs> so, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens um, with Eric Rowan um, is a potential, I think. 
with um, possibly Harper. coming down the aisle with Luke Harper. Maybe Braun Strowman gets involved somewhere. They have a big rock, and Kevin Owens manages to keep face. Um, Kofi Kingston um, is just kind of left by the wayside as a potential feud is set up with Bray Wyatt um, for the championship, and then Kofi Kingston doesn't get his title shot until Backlash. Sounds very WWE, doesn't it? It does, but they need that WrestleMania moment with Kofi. They need they to pull really, the trigger, and they need they to really, do it really soon. Do. Not backlash. Mm. Not backlash. Of course, um, there are rumours that Sami Zayn is going to be returning relatively soon, possibly before WrestleMania. Um, so it wouldn't be a bad spot to have him involved. Um, in the Kevin so Owens basically match. what you're saying is we're going to have a WCW running yes. with everybody yeah I reckon running in I reckon everybody in one match, match WCW style um, and then right towards the end so Vince Russo yeah, back yeah. on creative. Daniel Bryan is going to poke Kevin Owens in the chest and Kevin Owens is going to lie down um, finger poke of doom style and then Sami Zayn's going to come in and attack Eric Rowan. Um, Bray Wyatt's going to come in and attack Sami Zayn. Um, and then, and then everyone's, everyone's part, of the Wyatt part of the Wyatt family. It's a big yep. conspiracy. Um, so big moving conspiracy. on from that, then obviously you, it's a Bray Wyatt rumor. It can, it's, it's probably going to come to nothing. Mandy Rose actually wins. Is number four. It's a massive possibility yeah. it will happen. It shouldn't happen. It should never happen. It's too green. Mrs. Probably going to happen, isn't it? She's just probably going to happen. Awful in the ring. Doesn't so, deserve it. Yeah. No. Nah, Is it just to say tough enough work, everyone? <laughs> She's a champion. Yeah. Yeah. That's that sounds about right. Um, yeah. I. I Seems everybody else. I got can see that. it happening. I can definitely see it happening. Um, number three, the Undertaker returns. Uh, I think we're all on the fence about this one. Yeah, I mean, he could return. He might not return. It's a possibility. I don't see it happening this yeah. year. I would hope it wouldn't happen this year. Um, he's I already, think he's this already is wrestled right this year. He's, has he? <laughs> Last year. At the end um, of the year. He's already wrestled in the last 12 months. That's what so, I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I can't see The Undertaker returning um, this year. I, I hope he doesn't. However, it would be a bit of a black mark on his wrestling career for him to um, have had his final match in Saudi Arabia, especially when it was so dog shit awful. Um, but I think the um, I think the possibility of WWE getting a final match out of him, which isn't dog shit awful, ended um, around about the time the streak did. Um, John Cena returns at number two. Um, I could see him getting involved with Samoa Joe somewhere along the line. I think you've you you would agree with that, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, he's got I mean, Samoa Joe has been saying stuff about him and his promos, now he's won the title. But personally, I would want to see EC3 versus John Cena, but EC3 is nowhere to be seen. Might want to get to my NXT. Well, Going for the North American well, Championship. I believe, I believe, I believe you can see him selling hot dogs. Um, he's. I've heard that he's in the one top percent, uh, the top one percent of of hot dog salesmen at WWE events. EC three dogs. Where talent goes to shine. Yes, not die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dean turns on Roman is the number one um, I think we've again we've touched on this um, I don't think you care at all um, in regards to this um, personally I don't with the shield, care either don't care anymore. I'm, I'm very much done with the shield um, I, I couldn't care less about whether Dean Ambrose turns or I not I mean it's, it's um, obviously great that Joe the man has overcome his leukemia and is now wrestling again but yeah. Roman the character I don't really care for. Yeah, I would like to see more of the Joe that we saw on WWE Chronicle. Um, I thought that was really good. Um, I thought that the narrative arc um, that he went through throughout that, um, I would like to see that narrative arc bleed onto WWE TV um, and him continue to play that character. 
um, rather than necessarily being this Roman Reigns character because he kept on talking on that on that episode of Chronicle. He kept on talking about Roman the character as if he was anything tangible, but he's not. He there's no character work there. He he doesn't come across as a particularly memorable character with many nuances or anything like that. Whereas whereas I can say that about Joe Anawahe. Um, I can say that he's a very nuanced character and he's a very interesting person. Um, and I think WWE have an opportunity to make more of that than simply just putting him back in a Shield feud. To then potentially just break them up again because Dean Ambrose is leaving. So Yeah, yeah. So all in all, um, I think... Or is he leaving? Or is he leaving? Yeah. Is he leaving? Um, I mean, it's... They've recently started teasing then is he or isn't he kind of line on television, um, which is pretty much, you know, confirmation that he's probably going to, yeah, going to continue being there, much like when they acknowledged it with CM Punk. So, yeah. Um, Interesting times to be a wrestling fan, certainly. Um, Cool. I think that's um, pretty much everything that we've got to say about this this whole thing we're yeah. um would you would you say we're pretty much done with episode 8.5 now i think i think we are putting a fork in it as you say rich we are indeed putting a fork in episode 8.5 um we would like to thank you all for listening um as always we are available on twitter we are available on um anchor we are available on apple podcast google podcasts um pretty much everywhere that you find great podcasts um spotify. we are there somehow <laughs> yeah um spotify spotify is there as well um stitcher stitches there um yeah so lots and lots to talk about we are also going to be doing an episode an episode on tuesday um that will be the fast lane post show um hopefully um we will only have to record it once um so that <laughs> should be something <laughs> that should be something to look forward to um Earlier, earlier this week, um, just before we go, um, the latest call-ups for apparently um, WWE Superstar Search um, have been listed. Um, just tell me if you recognize any of these names, Jay, um, just before we go off the air. Lady Frost. No. Tasha Steeles. No. Dulcie Dahlia. That rings a bell. Um, a New Jersey indie wrestling manager and promotional model, apparently. Um, okay. That's all the information we have on her. Haley Jade Poston. No. Um, Carissa Riviera. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. She once yet. appeared on. She once appeared in late 2018 on XTTV as an enhancement talent against Lacey Evans. She is from New Jersey and trained under Damian Adams. Um, well, if you're go, interested, then. Nicole Marie, um, a California transgender indie wrestler. Um, so that's interesting enough. Um, Lexi Lane, um, a singer and professional model. Tatavik the Gamer, a former Wow superhero wrestler. Lexus Amanda. Alexis Evans, and there are a couple of other names mentioned as well, which don't aren't. So that's that's going to be fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, Can't it is. wait yeah. for that. Cool. Um, going to stick a fork in it. Um, I think we are pretty much done here. Um, anything you want to say further, Jay? I'm done. I am. You sound, <laughs> you sound pretty done. Um, I want to thank you for recording this again with me. Um, I yeah, want to apologize to yourself, um, but we're, we're moving on onwards and upwards. We thank you all for listening. We have been, I have been Beard. No, no, I have been Beard. You have been Beard. <laughs> we are Beard and Bear. Beard and Bear out. Beard and Bear out. Hey guys, it's Rich here from JFade, 
you know, we are now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and my personal favourite, Stitcher. If you contact us via Anchor, we have a message box where you can leave a message, currently 100% ad-free, while I build the infrastructure to ensure we give you guys the best listening experience for years to come. Jay is manning the podcast Twitter, that is Jfade Podcast, that is at Jfade Podcast, that is at J-F-A-B-E podcast. I am Rich Jfade or at R-J-Fabe. That is at R-J-F-A-B-E. If you like us, please feel free to let us know through Twitter or Facebook. 